and welcome back to this week's episode of Out of Our End Zone. Today, we are continuing our NFL offseason series with the Cleveland Browns. We're here with one of the hosts of Photo Sports uh, to talk about the Browns. Please introduce yourself. Hey, so I am James. Like I said, I'm from Boda Sports, uh, avid Browns fan, bad New Englander, I guess is like my tagline. <laughs> there you go. All right. So the first question I wanted to ask is, what do you think about Browns, how the Browns training camp is going so far? Good. Uh, there's still some defensive question marks that we saw in like the first preseason game. Uh, but what I'm seeing is a healthy OBJ a confident banker in year two of a Stefanski system, which can only do good things for him, having stability at coaching. And uh, mostly the emergence of Donovan Peoples-Jones, which I'm very happy to see. What did you think about the first uh, preseason game? I, <laughs> I have more notes on how bad Jacksonville's line was than anything. And I don't know if that's necessarily a credit to our defense, but I felt like, uh, JOK was penetrating really well. He had a, I think a major sack on Lawrence, uh, Marvin Wilson, I, play, I believe played a bit Hubbard. I saw getting through. It was really just awesome to see after all this talk about like what the defensive line could be that how some of our depth pieces played. Getting into some questions first with the offense. Mm. What do you think about, um, will Odell Beckham, and Baker Mayfield flourish together this season. It's such a tough thing. I mean, we saw a bit of it last year. We at one point I saw glimpses of an OBJ that we thought was long gone. <laughs> like, uh, and Baker seemed to be able to make it work. But then OBJ goes down. It's kind of like, oh man, what do we do from here? And the Browns end up balling out. They're able to balance out the running, mix in some play action passes, and everyone looked like they were clicking. So. I want in my heart for OBJ to be up there and be good. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily see it. I feel like Baker has to force the ball a bit to him uh, upon further like digestion, but uh, I, I don't, I don't think OBJ and Baker are the key. I think you'll see a lot more of uh, Baker and Jarvis more than anything. Yeah. That's kind of been the normal. I, I think you're right. It's like, he kind of does when he's starting to Odell, he kind of does force it. Um, mm-hmm. it. I think Odell Beckham's still their best receiver. But like you said, I don't know if he's going to get like the best stats necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we look at that first year in Cleveland and it was kind of like, oh, it was like a bust year, but he was still, I think, either at or just short of a thousand yards. Like he had a good year. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad year. I think he did have a little more than a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Will Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt share the field more this season, in your opinion? Yes, uh, just purely based off of the Stefanski offense. I think they know at this point that like Kareem Hunt is the receiving back. Kareem Hunt's their red zone like catch back, but Nick Chubb's going to be the workhorse and he's going to be like arguably taking a majority of the snaps, but I think the snap count will be a lot tighter than we think. Uh, I think it would be more of like a like a 40-60 in favor of Chubb as opposed to like a true 50-50. I think last year was close to like a 65-35. So I think they're going to meet somewhere in the middle. Um, either way, phenomenal. Not bad having a 1-A-B running back. Yeah, it's definitely the best running back combination in the NFL right now. Nice thing to say. 
because it's it's hard to list. I mean, the 49ers have a pretty good like trio, but it's probably not better than like those are definitely the best like two at least. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, the 49ers have so much depth too. It's yeah. it's hard to argue against that, but they just never seem to all stay healthy, especially Ricky yeah. Mostert. Yeah. All right. Who do you think the third wide receiver will be um, this season? That is actually a phenomenal question. Um, it, it's it's kind of tough because we saw in the first preseason game, we saw Demetric Felton, the uh, running back wide receiver blend from UCLA, the rookie, get a lot of snaps at a slot. But uh, you can't count out Rashard Higgins, who has a good rapport with Baker and is a fan favorite. People love Hollywood. Yeah. And then Donovan Peoples-Jones, like I said, has had a phenomenal training camp. So gun to my head, I'm going to say Rashad Higgins. Um, I think Dramitic Felton, there's no way they lose him. I don't think he's anywhere close to a cut. Um, but I would say we go Higgins-Jones. Peoples-Jones, sorry. Yeah, I liked Peoples-Jones last year because when I drafted him, I was like, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. they might, they might not, it might not work out with just because he's like a later receiver. But I was like, yeah, he's actually – he might be a pretty good third. And then Higgins has been, like, pretty good third in the past, too. So It's been nice to see. Like I said, he's a fan favorite, too. Yeah. He just keeps living on these one-year deals, which is a shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, how will Baker Mayfield benefit from uh, finally having continuity at coaching uh, staff this year? Yeah, that, great question. Uh, I think it can only do great things for him. We've seen him go through – three coaches in his four-year span including an awful what we won't talk about freddie kitchens year um (laughs) but stefanski is an offensive genius he was one of my favorites to get the job before even freddie kitchens and that obviously like i said didn't play out but i think stefanski being able to work with him being able to like have a level of confidence in him can only do great things for a young quarterback's game so i think we see strides I, I don't expect Baker to go out there and be like a top five quarterback this year. I think that's just outlandish, but it's there's the, like the possibilities there for him to be an upper echelon, like low end top 10 quarterback in the future. And I think Stefanski only helps that. All right. Now moving to some defense um, questions. Mm. What do you think Joe Woods's defense will look like? that's one I haven't like uh, dove enough into. Cause I know last year it didn't work as well as we'd hoped. Obviously like the big storyline about us was we had a winning record, but yeah. we got more points scored on us than we actually scored, which I'm still not quite sure. That is the most Brown statement about like what the 2020 <laughs> yeah. season could have been. Um, I would expect a lot more of a tighter coverage, especially with uh, Ward and Newsom. Um, Newsom still has some growing to do. I'm expecting a lot to come out of John Johnson Um, and Troy Hill in the slot will be interesting too. I'm really more, I mean, everybody is, but everybody's focused on what this defensive line is going to look like and how they're going to blend in Antoine Walker at a linebacker. I I genuinely do not know though, because I've seen so much all over the board. I think Miles Garrett can make Jadavion Clowney more dangerous. That's kind of been the debate too, right? Like the second Clowney was even like rumored to be coming to the Browns even last year. I would say so. I think they kind of feed onto each other, especially with the talent they have through defensive tackle and the the undrafted rookie Marvin Wilson, who I have a ton of faith in. Um, I think 
they coexist as like feeding each other, making each other better. Cause there's only so many offensive linemen and even still like miles Garrett's a monster on the edge. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's going to be hard to stop him, but if you also have to contain Jadavion Clowney, who's a phenomenal run stopping and like, good luck. <laughs> How do you think the Browns will improve their pass defense this season? I mean, like I said, they already made moves with uh, Johnson and uh, Troy Hill. I feel like I'm messing them, but um, and then going after Newsom, I, I, they, they have to. I think having Antoine Walker as well, being like a coverage linebacker, cutting off that middle of the field, which is where we were getting abused a lot during the uh, Chiefs game, can only be like good for us. So, I, I think all those pieces can work together, especially with the balance of like veteran talent and like youth i think they have a very good like level of that and it's equaled out like i, I don't like it when there's too many veterans i don't like it when there's too many rookies it's right there where i would want it what do you think we can expect from grant delta and the browns safeties this season you know that's a tough question i mean especially after an achilles injury right like that's a hard thing for any any position to come back from um I had a ton of faith in Grant Elpit. I thought he was a first-round talent, so for him to sneak to us in the second last year was amazing. Very sad he missed time. Uh, but as it stands right now, it looks like he's going to be behind Ronnie Harrison, who we got from Jacksonville last year, who was actually – like he made some really good plays but just couldn't stay healthy. Like I said, John Johnson, I'm very optimistic, and I think he's a top-10 safety. Um, balancing the three of them out, having – the mind of John Johnson and the athletic ability of Grant Delpit can only be good. I think, unfortunately, Sheldrick Redwine ends up getting the act, but we'll see how that goes. Which Browns linebackers do you think will play the most this season? I think you're going to see a lot of Sione Takitaki. He had a phenomenal playoff run, especially like that Steelers game. Uh, sorry, but especially that Steelers game. He was all over the field. I think he might have. He had an interception. I know that. I don't remember if it was scored off of. But on the other side of that, and can't, oh my God, why am I blanking on his name right now? Mac Wilson from Alabama, who had a down year last year, has had a phenomenal training camp. I expect to see a lot of him and Taki Taki mixing up. Now we'll go to some uh, general Browns questions. Which mm -hmm. Browns second year player will make the biggest impact? Oh, all right. I'm going to go with a little bit of a deep cut. I'm going to go with Harrison Bryant, uh, tight end. He will be sitting behind Austin Hooper, who's taken more of a receiving role. But we did see Baker start targeting him more towards the end of the year in the red zone, especially with like these the question marks that were surrounding David and Joku. Um, I, I loved Harrison Bryant. I was happy he came to the Browns. So I'm going to say Harrison Bryant, especially in fantasy, you can, you can streamline him a couple games, uh, especially against easy tight end matchups. I think he'll have a huge impact in year two. What do you think, who do you think the biggest rookie uh, impact will be this season? <sighs> See, that's another tough one because there's so many I like. Um, I'm going to go with JOK. Uh, I was really pumped that once again, he fell to us. I don't know how we got lucky. Whatever Andrew Berry's doing, he's doing well. Uh, JOK has had a good, not great showing so far, but I'm confident in him running through the middle. Or I think he actually runs wide too. But either way, 
Uh, he is an athletic piece we needed in our linebacking core. When do you think the Browns looks extend Baker Mayfield? He is, he's come out right and said, he's like, I'm focused on week one and then week two. And he didn't say anything about week three, which worries me. I think we're just capping at a week two and like calling it then. Like the <laughs> Chiefs games are Super Bowl week one after that doesn't matter. No, but uh, they'll get it. They'll get it done before the end of the year. Uh, I think they just want to see a little bit more out of him. I, I think dumb brains has both sides want to get a deal done. Um, I'm going to say before the trade deadline, they'll see something done. What do you think? Um, how difficult do you think the 2021 schedule will be? I actually, I was actually super confident. I know our schedule went up like a little bit more. Um, I forget what our strength of schedule is like ranked off the top of my head, but starting the year off against the chiefs, I think is, it's a fun matchup. And then just like going through quickly, it's like some kind of like, it's like ups and downs, like the Texans, the bears, then like the Vikings. So having the NFC North, I'm a little worried about if I'm going to be honest. Um, the game I'm circling though is going to be the Browns and chargers. I think that's going to be a fun early matchup. And especially to see what these two young teams are going to look like. I think this is a true telling tale. Do you think the Browns can live up to the Super Bowl hype? Uh, okay. Browns fan, James. Yes. Um, <laughs> realistic James, you have to realize that there's so much more we have to do and you can't just overreact to rookie signings. I think we are a playoff team. I think there are three teams from the AFC North going to the playoffs, but I'm not ready to book us for like a Super Bowl yet. That's, that's wild, especially with how much better the AFC is getting. You still have to get through like you said, like you, the Steelers, the Ravens in your own division. And then once you get past that, it's Buffalo and Kansas city. So I'm not, I'm not going to buy. I'm, I'm confident as a fan. I'm going to be like, yes, we can do that as a realist. I'm going to say we're probably two years out from even being in that discussion. All right. Um, now just some general NFL questions about mm -hmm. you yourself. Who's your favorite current NFL player? Baker Mayfield <laughs> and that that sounds dumb but he's my guy he, I, I I stopped watching college football for a bit um I like kind of fell off because I was you know I was working in like bars and restaurants so I didn't have time to watch on Saturdays and then when I did I was watching this kid Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma and I was like oh my god and then like found out about his story and I was like yeah and then saw him get tackled by cops and I was like no um and I I just got infatuated with him and I Baker's my guy Especially him favorite, coming to the Bills. Yeah. Who's your favorite <laughs> historical NFL player? That's a really good question. Um, I'm going to say, so I grew up in Boston, like the Boston area. Troy Brown was always like a fun player to watch or Teddy Bruschi, either one of like the early Patriots when I was still like kind of watching them. Uh, Teddy Bruschi was just one, a defensive mastermind, a linebacker and an animal. And Troy Brown could play three different positions. Like he was such an ace. It was, it was so fun to watch and to see him all over the place. So I'd, I'd take either one of those two. I think I'd lean Troy Brown more just because I liked him as a receiver. But um, yeah, Troy Brown. All right. 
Who's your least favorite NFL player? Tom Brady. <laughs> he he he's a very nice dude. I met him once. He was very cool to me. But I I just I don't know if I'm one of those NFL fans that have just been so like scorn like marked and scorned by like him winning all the time that just got boring to me it's part of the reason i just stopped caring about the patriots like it's just boring football he plays in my mind he plays very boring football he until tampa didn't really air it out too much and relied on yak receivers but that's a whole nother conversation tom brady what was your favorite nfl game you've ever watched so i worked at gillette stadium for a long time um through college and I was there, I was in the stadium, like watching when the Patriots made a comeback against the Broncos. Um, that game was electric. Like I said, at that point, I was like, you know, kind of like a Patriots fan. I wasn't going to pretend like I was like huge into them, but it was fun as hell to watch. It was just so much fun. The energy in the stadium, everyone was buzzing. It was so cool. And then what was your favorite NFL season? Man, that's a really good question. And this is going to sound like morbid and painful, but the Owen 16 Browns year, that was the year I fell back in love with NFL football. Cause I remember watching, like that was the year I like fully committed. I was like, I'm going to be like a full on Browns fan. Like, this is it. Like, let's go screw the Patriots. And I remember watching and every week like justifying like no 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 no. they're gonna win this week like here's why and like actually like learning how to like break down teams and like matchups and all this stuff and i was like this is it like this is this is why i loved like nfl football this is part of what i love in college football but yeah that owen 16 year so it was 17 i think 16 no 17 all right now we're gonna do an impromptu trivia quiz so we'll see how how good you do on it yeah, I might be incriminating myself here. Let's find out. We'll, we'll see. Browns <laughs> for the first time since 2007 find it, finally ended the season with a winning record. What exactly was their win-loss record? Holy crap. Uh, I think it was 10-6. and six? Oh, I, it was multiple choice. So it was either 13-3, uh, 8-7-1, 11-5, or 9-7. 11-5. So that's, yeah, it'll show the answers at the end. <laughs> Browns have had a well-documented tumultuous history with head coaches who went on to win the um, coaching honors for the Browns this year Stefanski? Yes that, Oh, that, now yeah, I was like, wait right, Yeah <laughs> What um, cap space did the Browns end the 2020 season with? <laughs> Nine right. million, uh, million, five million, or no cap space. No cap. Uh, I think it was fifty something. Right. What was Cleveland's win loss record at home in the twenty twenty season? Hmm. I think it was six and two. Is that an option? Yes, it is. Six and two. How many really? primetime games did the Browns have in 2020? Three, one, eight, five. Three. 
Oh, I should have said it was not counting the playoffs. Ah, that's all right. But that probably doesn't be honest. What was the Browns' win-loss record against teams that went to the playoffs last year? There it goes from Kevin Stefanski to this. Um... They played <laughs> six teams. Um, so it was either 6-0, 3-3, and 0-6, or 4-2. and I'm going to go... Four and two. How many touchdown passes did Baker Mayfield throw in 2020, not counting the postseason? 26, 50, 30, or 24? 26. Which of the Browns led in receiving yards in 2020? Jarvis, Hooper, Beckham, or Higgins? Had to be juice. How many yards per carry did Nick Chubb have in 2020? 10, 5.6, 4.5, or 6.5? 4.5. I wish it was 10 yards per carry. <laughs> With their season finally ended in the AFC divisional round against the Kansas City Chiefs, Baker Mayfield made a promise to the team's fan base and suggested that it should be their mantra. What did Baker Mayfield promise to the fan base? Super Bowl's the goal, perfect play next time, all sign a contract extension, stick around, or we'll be back. We'll be back. You got seven out of ten. I'll take that. I'll take a seventy percent. All right. I'm All low right. key a little proud. I'll take that. Well, dope. What is your prediction for the Browns' record um, in the 2021 season, and then how far do you think they'll go in the playoffs? I think we're looking at another, um, maybe divisional loss, a second round out. But I will say. What are we at? Seventeen games this year. Yeah, Seventeen games. I'll take. I'll take a slight improvement. I'll take like twelve wins. I'll take twelve and five. And then I'll ask you one more question. And what do you think some of the best games will be this season? All right. So I've already mentioned the Browns Chargers, and then actually right after that, the Cardinals Browns should be fun again. Um, Anytime the Steelers and Browns meet, anytime anyone in the AFC North plays each other, it's a battle. So that's always going to be fun. But we're going to write those off. Um, the Packers-Browns on Christmas is going to be exciting. Even? And then the Browns-Chiefs, they didn't put that one together to start the year. I think it's going to be so much fun. Well, actually, I ask you, um, what do you think the Browns' hardest game this season is? It's got to be week one. It's got to be the Chiefs. All right. Uh, Not the preseason. Week one. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Do you think the Browns will cover? Uh, they're giving KC six. Do you think the Browns would 
cover the six against KC week one. Yes. All right. With that, do you have any final thoughts about the Browns for this NFL season in general? Yeah. Uh, I mean, last year, <laughs> last year I described it to a friend as like, there's, there's this water slide near where we're from. And like at one point the floor just like falls out from underneath you and you just fall into like the water slide. And it's kind of like that where like the entire year you were waiting for the floor to fall out and be like, all right, like when are we returning to be the Browns? This is the new Browns. We are here. We are alive. We have life. We have coaching. We have front office help. We have, hopefully we can lock them down our quarterback. We have a defense. We have all the pieces to be a successful team. We just need to put it all together. So pure optimism now no more floor falling out all right i'll see what do you think your super bowl prediction will be uh this year what two teams do you think will make it i kind of hate myself for it but i really think it's the chiefs bucks again like they just want one more it's gonna be such a pain in my butt but chiefs bucks all right this has been another edition of out of our end zone check out their um, media again there they are Boda sports and like i said this has been out of our end zone. hope you enjoyed this week's episode of out of our own end zone as a reminder we can be contacted on social media at out of our own end zone on facebook instagram and twitter and Also, we can be listened to on any site that podcasts can be heard. Once again, the team at Out of Front End Zone would like to thank you for your listenership and have a nice day.